Hey, hey, y'all. Guess what? It's Melanie Messages, and we're back again. And we have a special guest today. So, y'all know what I do. All right. So, I'm Tiffany. I'm one of the co-hosts, and this is... Jamila. And today, we are going to talk about... Feminine hygiene. (coughs) Feminine hygiene. Yeah, so, let's do weekly recaps. Which is weird because this episode is recorded in advance for next Tuesday. And we recorded Tuesday. And we're recording on Thursday. So our weekly recaps are going to be the same. So um, the only thing that's changed that's been different for me since then, um, I've still been learning about feminine, the female anatomy, which I'm learning in the class that I'm taking um, and then my principal actually gave me a book to read. It's called You Can Heal Your Life by Louise L. Hay. So I started reading that. Um, I like reading books. Typically, I meet, I read like one or two books at a time um, because I think I have a little hint of ADHD. But, yeah, I, I don't. I can't focus on one book at a time. So I read one book, put it down, then I'll start reading another book, put it down. I also, like, take notes in books, and I, like, take those notes and apply it to what I'm reading. So my books always have to do with each other. Um, so I'm reading that book, and then I can't decide which other book I'm going to read in it, but it's going to have to do with healing because that's the topic that I'm reading. So I normally read two books at a time and we're going to go on winter break. So I'm hoping I can get a lot of reading in because I can't read as much as I like to during the school year. Um, I woke up this morning and I did, I meditated. I tried to, I attempted. Um, I have to burp. Whoa. <laughs> no. So I woke up this morning and I tried to like meditate um, and I didn't pick up my phone. I put my phone out in the hallway last night, actually. Um, and so I woke up from my iPad alarm and I didn't do anything but cut it off. And I kind of just sat in my med- sat in my bed and kind of like meditated a little bit. And I got out a piece of paper and I wrote down everything that I needed to accomplish for the day and then I went up to my mirror that I have my affirmations on and I read my affirmations out loud did some stretching um and then I did not pick up my phone until I got to work today well I didn't look at my phone until I got to work today which was not typical because normally the first thing I do is pick up my phone um because I go to bed early which means I normally miss messages and I normally text back text people back at like five in the morning because that's when I wake up but I didn't do that today. I didn't check my phone until I got to work. And I felt like my day went a lot smoother. I think I got everything, got everything on my list done except one thing. But I'm going to do that after we finish recording tonight. Um, yeah. So I had a productive day. We went on a field trip. My kids learned about Kwanzaa today. Um, yeah. That's it. Nothing else has happened since Tuesday. Last Tuesday. When you hear this, it'll be last Tiffany? <laughs> well, I, I have been that busy since Tuesday, so um, I have a little shorter one. Um, the only thing that's changed with me t- is that um, I got that bar back in my mouth. Remember I told you about these braces from hell? They're still here. Um, so I got this bar in the top of my mouth, the TPA bar, 
and my orthodontist told me that he didn't know when I was going to get it removed. Mm. <laughs> so you're going to hear me slur, my speech is going to go slur for the next 15,000 episodes. So bear with me. Um, other than that, I really don't have any new updates. Um, mm-hmm. I'm breathing still. I woke up this morning. Hey. That's, that's, that's a joy. How's yeah, wedding planning going? See, there you go. See, I was trying to get over that because... Um, oh, I just wanted to know. <laughs> that didn't stress me out, and I ain't even been engaged that long. But um, if you know any of any um, venues in the 757 that are not going to put me in debt, please do comment in the bottom and let me know. Um, I'm looking for places that I can bring my own catering. Thank you. <laughs> Noted. Um, so we have a guest, and... I'm going to let Tiffany introduce the guest this week. <laughs> she put me to work, guys. Yeah. All right. Um, Please tell me if I'm <laughs> chopping and screwing your name. Is it Nikki? 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 Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Okay, Nikki Knox. Um, mm-hmm. Ms. Nikki Knox, would you like to speak? Tell them a little bit about what you do. Sure. I am Nikki or Nurse Nikki or the Yoni Lady. Um, I am the Yoni Lady of the area. I am a nurse and a student during the week and on the weekends. I am the Yoni Lady. I snap back coochies. I help um, conceive babies. I kill and get rid of BV and yeast. I do it all. Um my goal is to educate women on mm-hmm. their womb and their yoni. So I do do steams at my shop, which um, help uh, with fertility, cramps, BV, yeast, just you name it. Any issues that are wrong with the womb, we can steam it. Mm-hmm. And um, so when a person comes to me for a steam, I pull out my yoni model. So I have a 3D model and I literally educate. This is this part. This is that part. This is how the period works. This is how your body works. So the whole entire point of a session with me is to learn. So when you leave me, you should be pretty much completely educated on your body and how it works. Love it. So Nikki's not, well, you can see that. She's not physically here, but she's on video. So if you see us look at the computer, it's because we're looking at her when she's talking. Um, But if you watch the video of this, um, she'll be up here somewhere. I don't know where. I'm still learning how to edit. So wherever I can put it is where it's going to be. But if you're listening, unfortunately, you will not see her. You will hear her, though. So, yeah. Uh, Let's go into our icebreaker. So, we are going to play Pick Your Poison. So we're going to ask you, scenario, not scenarios, we're going to ask you like this or that <laughs> questions, and you're going to pick your poison, and we're going to talk about them a little bit. Okay. You want me to go first or you want to go first? Rock, paper, scissors, you. <laughs> you like, like my version of the game? No. <laughs> okay, so, all right, so pick your poison. Clean all the dirt off a homeless person's feet with your tongue or experience the pain of childbirth every time you poop. Ooh, um <laughs> childbirth was 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 um ooh, that's a hard one. <laughs> oh my god. I I, rather, I I love my I'd rather do childbirth every time I poop. I can't lick the bottom of nobody's feet. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Mm. No, I 
a perfect question. Mm-hmm. Like, we're talking about the Yoni. By the way, I love that word, the Yoni. I heard it on a podcast that on one of the ladies that I listened to. And mm-hmm. at first, I felt so slow. I was like, what is a Yoni? I was like, a lot of people cat? are that way. <laughs> a lot of, don't, don't feel bad. A lot of people be like, a what? You just gotta be like, it's your Yoni, your coochie, you know, the wet spot. <laughs> your pocket. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm going to go with you with the childbirth with pooping um, because I'm just not licking nobody's foot. Uh-uh. I'm just not going to do it. Now, get my foot licked is a different story. <laughs> yeah. My foot. I'm just not licking nobody's foot. I need to know. Especially no dirt off nobody's foot. No. And a homeless person too. Specifically they says in. all the dirt mm-hmm. off a homeless person's feet with your tongue. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not licking all the dirt off of my partner's feet with my tongue. So, uh, uh, I'm so with you, Tiffy. <laughs> Being that <laughs> I use the bathroom every time I eat something, even a skittle, I think I'm at a pro at <laughs> this don't thing. So, I guess I will be doing a little bit of childbirth. Yeah, <laughs> I'm be birthing shit <laughs> every night. <laughs> no. All right. Mm-mm-mm. Would you rather have sex with your most attractive cousin or have break into a sperm bank and drink everything? Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't do too much swallowing. <laughs> so, uh. <laughs> I'm not about to drink everything in there. That cousin just gonna have to suffice. <laughs> Man, you I'm know, sorry. in some places that's normal. So I guess it is in some part, like in country, like I yeah, think right. Cousin, they don't be like oh, I'm from Mississippi, but it ain't that normal down there. But still, I I rather do that. <laughs> Why is mm-hmm. you looking like that? It's it's. It's a thing. It's nasty, but it's a thing. I know. It's a thing. I'd rather do that than drink a jillion gallons of sperm. And it's probably um, the pH probably unbalanced too with these dudes around here. I was gonna say it doesn't taste that good. <sighs> it doesn't taste that good to be doing that. I'm just saying. Why is you looking at me like that? <laughs> I don't know. Read them again. <laughs> I said. <laughs> Are you disgusted? <laughs> I'm not disgusted. So, I just break into a sperm bank and drink everything. I'm just not going to do that. Uh-uh. Does that mess with your yoni? Yeah. You said drinking it? Uh-huh. Will it mess with it? I'm not. No, it won't mess with your yoni when you drink it. Um, but I'm pretty sure all of that sperm will do something to your stomach. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> a, a one. A one-time net from your partner, you'll be fine. Um, but all of that sperm that's in a sperm bank, yeah. Mm-mm. What? I'm just gonna. I'm with the cousin. I'm sorry. I'm not yeah, drinking. That. As long as we said. don't get, as long as we don't have no kid. Mm-hmm. And you don't always see your cousins all the time, so it could be a cousin that you don't even have to see. Right. What about a cousin married into the family from the outside? Or a distant See, cousin. I know. It could be a distant cousin uh-huh. that really ain't your cousin. They're just so far down the line. Mm-hmm. What if, you know, those those friends you call cousins? 
Oh, see, that's I'm different. That. You know, because you, you basically from the country. Like, you know, you live on a certain street, everybody's your cousin. So they may not uh-huh. be your real blood cousin, but I've had that happen with one of my cousins. They they had they found each other mysteriously in, um, I think, Richmond, and they had started a relationship, and they found out they were cousins. Like third cousins, and they was all everybody was crying. I think that's happened in everybody's family. That's happened in mine. My that happened. Older cousin was telling me that her son and one of my other cousins met on a dating app, and they had hit it off, and they had planned to meet. But then he was like, "I can't meet. I got to go to my grandma's birthday party." And she said, "Oh my gosh, my grandma's birthday party! Wait a minute, who your grandma is?" And that's how they found out. Yo, what if they what if they would have said and they would have met and like that's so scary because you don't always have the same last name as your cousin you don't always look similar to your cousins it's like nothing that would tie you to unless you know people's family that's why I always ask my mama when I meet people do you know these people's family have you heard this name before do you know them mm. hey um a group of people I went to high school with um, that I know very, very well. We were all very cool with each other. They, um, they dated for two years, like dated and everything. And they found out that they were cousins. And now to this day, they are so awkward when they see each other. Whenever like we all end up getting together, it's very, very awkward and weird. Um, because they dated, dated, like had sex and everything dated for two years before, um, they found out and they found out through his grandma actually told him, um, but she's not from here. So when I guess somehow grandma met the young lady and she told them that, that that was, she knows her and they figured out how they know each other, you know, how she knew her or whatever. And, um, they're cousins. So they're awkward now with each other as I can imagine <laughs> they like had sex dated wow that's, mm. that's what if they would have had a kid yeah, that's why you're supposed to go to I the know. reunions I know <laughs> so you know y'all know a lot of people ain't having family reunions no more we just had one last year no this year I'm that's sorry great. just had one in the summer a we do one every other year we not family reunions anymore they yeah, need to. Right about that. Well, don't go. Mm-hmm. I don't go to mine. I need to. I need to start. Just in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I go. Well, I planned it, so yeah, I was there. Um, but we do one every other year, which is nice. It's nice to see your family, mm-hmm. just to get to know them. Really, to get to know them because when you don't know your family, stuff like that happens. Yeah, and um, a lot of the older generations are dying, and they taking a lot of their recipes and knowledge and secrets and everything to the grave with them and um that stuff is supposed to be generational yeah so you really you know what i'm saying people really should start spending time with grandma and things like that before um she on her way out right yeah i learned a lot of my grandma's recipes before she passed but at my family reunion i learned a lot about my family that i didn't Mm -hmm. know like our history where we come from and who's who and Who's like the oldest member of the family? Who's the youngest? Where's everybody live? Like I didn't know that I had cousins in this area until I got to my family reunion, and I learned that I have cousins in Suffolk, cousins in Richmond, um, and 
I have cousins that know people that are really close to our family in this area. So that's really nice to know that I have family around me. Um, but I didn't know that. I thought I was here by myself, but I'm not. Uh, so, yeah. Let's go to the next one. Pick your poison. Become a prostitute for a year or only uh-huh. or only be able to sleep with people you find unattractive. <sighs> That's really hard because I'm real <laughs> sensitive about who I give my yoni to. So that's a hard one. I don't want to sleep with nobody that I'm not attracted to, but I damn sure don't want to sleep with the whole world. <laughs> I, will, I will have to do the unattractive people because, well, at least when you're a prostitute, you pick who you want to be with. So maybe be a prostitute. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. I, I, I'm, I'm probably going to do the prostitute. It didn't say how often. It didn't say you uh-huh. had to be a good one. It's just a prostitute, okay? So maybe you only sleep with one person a week and you got paid. Or one person uh, a month one you still got paid. One person a week. You're still a prostitute. What bill is that paying? I'm just saying. It's just, <laughs> it wasn't specific. <laughs> it wasn't specific, so. I'm just, I don't know. I wouldn't, I don't know that I would be turned on with somebody unattractive. Yeah, I couldn't be. If I don't like you, she's not going to get wet. It don't matter how much you try to spit start. This is not going to work. So, it's just not. Like, I don't. Uh-uh. And then you add a condom uh-uh. to that. And then you're. No. That sounds uh-uh. painful. Uh-uh. It, I mean, like, for real, like she said, at least I can pick the person and pick how many times. No, I'm not. I can't. <coughs> What would you do? I was going to sit out on this one. (laughs) (laughs) No, girl, you don't get that option. See this? I I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't necessarily, if I could change the name, I wouldn't be prostitute. I'd be a sugar baby. They're escorts, and they get allowances every month. I I wouldn't mind being one of those to one set person, maybe. Mm -hmm. You're still a prostitute. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I, uh, don't try to give it a different name. I don't know if I could be a prostitute. I would just have to maybe put the bag on that head and just, <laughs> <laughs> I would. I would just, you know, find something nice about you. Nice shoes, I guess. So yeah, you don't make them wear their nice shoes. Nice you? shoes, right? Like, yeah. damn, there's some nice shoes. Bring them, nice wet. Shoes. Bring, them, bring them shoes with you. <laughs> like, uh-huh. um, nobody told you to wear those loafers. <laughs> what other ones at? No, nah, I couldn't be prostitute. I just couldn't. I would just have to take the L and just, yeah, make sure I ain't had no, you know, babies. <laughs> but make sure I ain't get pregnant. <laughs> but <laughs> but you only have to prostitute for a year. This says only be able to sleep with people you find unattractive. That sounds like forever. Yeah, but yeah, no, they, no uh-uh. I, I can't be prostitute. I'm gonna take that three sixty five and build my coins. Uh. Uh-uh. That would be the worst sex ever. Well, speaking of the rest of your life, would you rather be hungover for the rest of your life or have sex with the sheep? And I said sheep, but it was sheep. But my bar got in the middle of it. Sheep. <laughs> a sheep, like an animal? Yeah. Yeah, bad. Is that oh. a lamb? No, it's a sheep. Yeah, the sheep. Okay. <laughs> do I want to have sex with the lamb or do what? <laughs> Sorry, it's the sheep. I just I asked a crazy question. So, would you rather have sex with a sheep 
or be hungover for the rest of your life? So every day you wake up, you oh, got a, hung- a hangover. I'll be hungover. I'd rather be hungover. I'm not humping no animals. God didn't. Uh-uh. No, ma'am. <laughs> what if the sheep was hung like a horse? What? I don't want no horse neither. <laughs> I appreciate my walls that I have down there. No, ma'am. No. I don't need an extra big penis to satisfy me. As long as it... it uh-uh. No, ma'am. Uh-uh. I, I need a good size, but not a horse size. That's like a baby leg, and we good on that. I'm definitely going to be hungover. That's too big. I'm going to do it. I don't like hangover. being hungover. I haven't really? been hungover in a long time. Like, I since... haven't either, because I don't like to... Mm-mm. But I'd rather just take the. Um, when was I, last time I was hungover, I think I was like twenty two, and I'm thirty, and that was a mistake. <laughs> I've never, I've not been hungover since then. I, no. Yeah, only look at it. That's why I drink wine. I drink wine. That's what I do. I, I get classy, trashy. We drink wine, and that way you don't wake up with a hangover. But you get, you know, nice and tipsy real fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can drink a bottle and don't even know it. Yeah, girl, but then feel it when you go to stand up. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know I trickled into a bottle one day, and I went to pour another cup. I said, oh, and you at home by yourself. <laughs> you need to go to bed. And girl, I, I catch myself often because I'm a, a avid wine drinker, so I, I would drink a bottle in a quick second. Give me, give me about a good hour. It'll the whole thing and be gone. Especially if I have a good movie and some good snacks and food, it's gone. Girl, yes. And I don't need nobody here. I actually prefer it by myself. Me, me too. Cause then I don't have to hear. Can can I have some wine? Do you have any more? Yeah. Can yeah, I have some no. porridge, sir? No, get your own wine. <laughs> You know I'm not saying anything, right? Because I don't know that life anymore. <laughs> oh, you can't drink wine? Oh, no, I can drink it, just not alone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 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 you are significant other. Yeah. Yeah, it's community wine now. Do you still oh. have the wine from your party? It's slowly going away. I'm going to come. We, we should make plans this weekend to drink wine. Next weekend, because I got to finish out these classes. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta make sure I, I be sober. Huh. I feel your pain. I yes. just had finals, so we just finished out ours, and I'm so over it. My brain is fried. Who are you telling? I don't have that problem. On to the discussion. <laughs> Must be nice. I'm jealous. <laughs> right. Um. So we're talking about feminine hygiene today. First, let's define what feminine hygiene is. <clears throat> Would you like to do it, Nick? Sure. Um, we could give you the whole textbook version of the feminine hygiene. You know, in other words, wash your vagina, wash your um, ass, um, clean yourself, make sure you are clean. Uh, go see your OBGYN. If you think your pH balance is off, uh, come see us, me, doctor, nurse, somebody. But do not suffer in silence when things don't feel right. Itch, mm-hmm. burn, sting, don't smell good. All of those things. You need to see someone. Feminine hygiene. There it is. Um, so someone comes to you and say, I have an odor. What should I do? Um, so you can have odors for multiple reasons. Um, I need to, we need a consult. So you need to talk to me. We're going to go a little bit more in depth. What does your discharge look like? Um, when do you notice this odor? Is it 
before sex, after sex, um, the texture of the discharge. Let's talk about that. The color. Um, are you feeling anything other than just discharge? So all those things are going to vary. But generally, if you have an odor, then the next thing we're going to do is test your pH. And depending on where your pH is landing, you're either going to have BV or yeast. And I'm going to recommend that you do a steam. So we would make a personal steam for you and have you sit right over the pot and let you do your thing. While I educate you on what is probably throwing your pH balance off to begin with. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. So what, tell us a little bit more about pH balance. So your vagina is a balance of acid and alkaline, hence the pH balance. Um, So as long as we are in a good, healthy range, you are fine. A lot of things can throw your pH off, like dishing um, with summer's eve dishes and things like that. Um, Sex. Most of the time, women end up with yeast and BV from men. Those are a lot of your main carriers Mm -hmm. because they have unprotected sex with other women. And if she has yeast... um, it, all that is going to happen is it's going to transfer to him and he is going to go and have sex with the next young lady after he did not wash his balls or he half washed his balls with some axe or something that's not antibacterial nor antifungal. So it's killing absolutely nothing. And then he's going to go have sex with the next young lady and he's going to give her the previous lady's yeast infection. Um, their sperm throws off pH balances like crazy because they're pH balances are generally thrown off. You have to look at the way most males live. They don't eat healthy for real. They eat in hot wings. They drink in beer. They're smoking weed. They are drinking everything under the sun but water. So that is going to make for extremely acidic sperm. And so as ladies go and proceed to have unprotected sex, even if he does pull out, he is still dropping pre-cum all inside of you. Now, your cervix is that wall. That's that wall back there that the tampon hit, the dick hits, the finger hits. That's how we lose nothing in our vaginas because it's a wall back there. And your cervix is where is the portal to the womb. That is the entryway. It's always closed, but um, things travel in and out of it. Hence, eggs, I mean, not eggs, I'm sorry, sperm. When a male ejaculates, sperm travels through, and that's how they fertilize the egg. Or discharge comes out of the uterus and through the cervix and eventually out of your vagina. So it's the portal way to the womb. And when you are having sex, as he is touching his your cervix with his penis he is just delivering straight acid since his um sperm is more than likely acidic straight into the source so of course you're going to end up with bv or yeast infection it's like um pouring acid all over you in Mm. a sense tiffany has a hand (laughs) make sure um you know you it's really no way to make sure that your partner is doing what is right. This is why as women, it is up to us to take care of ourselves and be aware of the people that you are sleeping with and having unprotected sex with because these niggas is nasty. Mm. Tiffany a, had a hand. I got a question for you. So I was having Go a, for it. I was having a debate. I just want you to just say it on air <laughs> so my so my friend can <clears throat> Agree with me. <laughs> Make sure you're listening. Um, I just wanted to know. I was having a, a, a not a heated, but you know, just a discussion with one of my homeboys, and 
his girl was kind of telling him like she wanted to have a baby, and she was telling him that her doctor OBGYN was saying that you know he needed to stop smoking marijuana in order for them to really conceive so they could have healthy sperm and healthy egg. Um, and my homeboy tried to deep me down because I tried to tell him that sperm does affect women hygiene if you are smoking, like when you're like, you know, nutting in a woman. And I did also tell him that I had read that it can kill the sp- the sperms. Like it's kind of like your sperms are high, like, you know, mm-hmm. high, like from the weed. sperm count itself. No, like, you know, like your sperm, like it's like high, like smoking. Like, you know, like if a person smokes, then their sperm uh-huh. is like little high sperm just running around. They can't really, <laughs> they can't really meet the egg because they're all like out of whack. Can you explain, like, is that, is there any truth to that or is that a myth that we determine uh, That's not necessarily true. <laughs> I'm sorry to have to not completely be, to, okay. So smoking could definitely, that would literally be like a last, um, unless, let's say they're trying to conceive and it's not working. That's literally like the last thing that they could very well try to come up with to say, this could be the reason why you're not conceiving. So there is a, a slight possibility but the chances of that being the main reason why they're not conceiving, I 90% doubt it. Um, the sperm is not high running around because the way the sperm is produced, it's, it's, I'm trying to think of the best way to put it. They store sperm. So it's not like, um, as they ejaculate, this is brand new spanking fresh sperm. I mean, it is, but it isn't. So therefore, it's kind of been sitting there for a while. So if he just smoked the blunt, the sperm isn't high. Um, it didn't produce from his during the time frame he smoked the blunt. Am I making sense? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so not really. Uh, those are that's like saying you know, and they say, oh, well, his underwear could be too tight, which is very well could be the case. But the chances, unless he walking around in a thong, the chances <laughs> of that being the case is very slim. To you, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, it's just kind of an excuse, if that makes sense. It's it's a bunch of fillers, something to tell somebody to make them feel a little bit better like this is what it could be it's like uh, giving you hope oh well maybe if i stop smoking then then we'll conceive it's just a a, a hope giver okay so zero point for that for my rebuttal do i have i'm a, sorry do i have a point okay so what you are saying though is that for like women getting vaginal um Bacteria, vaginosis, a yeast infection can come from that, from the sperm, from or from them like not being healthy, right? Yes, okay. very yes, because their pH balances are usually off. Um, men are not going to have any really symptoms of their pH balance being off of their sperm. Um, the only way they'll really know is if they net in a girl's mouth and she's like, "Oh my God, this shit is tastes horrible. Like this is not good." <laughs> That's the only way they'll really kind of know. Um, and so they're just walking around like they all good. And he really over here dripping straight uric acid somewhere. So 
No. Um, yeah, they're the ones that, that, that pass around the BB. Yeast, yeah, they generally get that from another female that passes on. But BB, they're the a thousand percent almost. Nine, I can't say a thousand percent because um, other things affect women with BB, but it's like 50 50. 50 percent women, you know, and the sometimes hormones give you BB, different things because your hormones are what regulate your. Okay, so your pituitary gland in your brain and your hypothalamus, they are connected to your uterus and your ovaries. And those are what allow us to secrete estrogen and things of that sort. And so sometimes that gets out of whack. People, hormones are out of whack and it will throw your pH off. So it can be different factors, but it's literally like 50, 50, 50 men, 50% of just other contributing factors with women. Mm -hmm. But if I could be honest, I would probably say it's like 65% men. Just my opinion on that one. So what is the difference between bacterial vaginosis and a yeast infection? You talk about the pH. So I've had several conversations with women to explain to them that it's not the same thing. It's not. Um, um, I'm sorry? No, go ahead because I... I want to give you some, want you to give input, and then I'll talk about the things that they say to me, which oh, are myths. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeast is candida. Uh, it is a fungi. It is an actual fungus, and mm-hmm. so it's a fungus. So, yeast grows in nice, warm, wet, moist places, which would is a perfect place for the vagina, um, or inside of the vagina, I'm sorry for the yeast to grow. BV isn't a fungi. Um, BV is a bacteria, not a fungus. So there's a difference between a bacteria and fungus. And so um, with yeast infections, you're gonna see the thick clumpy discharge, the itching, the irritating, the burn, things like that. Um, With BV, you're gonna see the opposite. You're gonna see thin white, or thin clearish white discharge um bv smells really bad yeast smells like bread like you know that wet soggy bread and bv smells like fish like a fish market it smells very bad um that is what how most people recognize that they have bv or they have something because it smells down there the discharge like i said is thin and like clearish or white it's not a uh, access. It's not a lot compared to yeast infection. So you have a di- difference in texture and smell and discharge, and also in effects. Most BV doesn't come with like itching. Really, it's more so the smell and the discharge. It's not mm-hmm. really an itch like yeast infection <laughs> would give you. Okay, yeah, I was having a conversation with a young lady about it, um, and. She just disclosed that she had this odor that she couldn't get rid of, and she asked me that I recommend um, a product that she could use. Um, and my immediate response was, well, one, don't use a product. Two, you need to go to your OBGYN because I think you have BV. Um, she was like, what's that? She's like, that's like a yeast infection. I said, no, ma'am. Um, I was like, you have an odor. You haven't said anything else. So I would assume you have BV. And I asked her, has she had sex recently with any new partners? Um, I was like, have you done anything differently? Like, do you, have you 
I don't know. I think I asked her if she changed her birth control or anything like that. She said birth she control, had. Birth control, soaps, all of that. I was like, she said she had had sex with somebody. She was like, well, but, you know, he's really clean. I was like, yeah. I mean, yeah, he but could his pH be, but, is probably off. Yeah. I was like, I don't know. I was like, but you don't see him every day. So you don't know what he eats. You don't know what he drinks. So you need to go. Um, basically she ignored, she douched, she did whatever. I was like, but oh, that's not no. gonna, it was like, you're just making it worse. Um, yes. this ended up being like a two week conversation of me convincing her to go to her OBGYN. Um, mm-hmm. because I was like, I don't know of anything over the counter that can get rid of it, but maybe, you know, um, but yes. You do? Good. Because that was yes. going to be my next. So I was like, she asked about over-the-counter <sighs> things, but I was like, I don't know. Um, the only thing I know is to go to your OBGYN. I was like, especially since it's been over a long period of time. So what is over-the-counter things that you can use? You want to use, even if you, um, this is just my opinion. Um, so I've done my share of working at the OBGYN. And usually when a woman comes in for BV, we would either give her A, antibiotics, or B, metro, is it metrodiazolone gel. Mm-hmm. And that is um, gel that goes inside of the vagina for five days. And then your vagina is going to do like this weird purging thing for like five days. So you're going to have this discharge that comes out that looks like a yeast infection, but times 12 is thick, it's comfy and it's white and it scares the hell out of you for the first time you use it. And it's literally the gel kind of makes you shed the walls of the vet of the vagina to restore the pH in a nutshell. So you go through this process for like five days of shedding the walls. And then like another two days, you'll just have like mild discharge. All of this stuff is hailed. The antibiotics are hailed because most women end up with the BB again right after it. And the problem with antibiotics is once we, a lot for one, a lot of women end up with a yeast infection when they take antibiotics because it throws their pH balance off. And then two, so you now you have beat the uh, BV, but now you have a yeast infection. So that's mm-hmm. annoying. And then you have all this nasty stuff going on with this gel. So all in all, your vagina's out of commission for like two weeks with the gel. And um, about the same going to be with the yeast infection because you're going to take like seven days of antibiotics and you'll end up with a yeast infection. Now you got to take more antibiotics. Antibiotics, um, what? In a nutshell, we in the nursing slash medical world, antibiotics are used for something that your body cannot fight. And so over time, the more you take antibiotics, the more they don't work for you. So um, we have people who have constant BV. So if we constant give you an antibiotic, they're not going to work. So they're not going to work for you anymore. Now you're on your fifth BV cycle in six months and that the antibiotics are not working for you anymore. So now we have to give you gel, but the gel is driving you crazy. And after a while, that's going to stop working. So now you're like, well, what the hell do I do? Because you have people that suffer from them frequently. You get you some boric acid suppositories. Mm. You find those on Amazon. Um, You can find them in Target. They need 600 milligrams. You get 30 in a bottle. You, for even the most severest yeast infection, you put one in every night before you go to bed. 
um, at bedtime while you're laying in bed. It will melt while you're laying in the bed and it will do its work the next morning when you get up, put on a panty liner and go about your day because you're going to have a little bit of discharge. But after you do that for seven days, you you will be clear of your BV. And when you feel it coming back or you feel uncomfortable, just pop one in for one or two nights and it will kill it before it even comes. Uh, a lot of people be skeptical about boric acid because some people say, well, isn't that what you kill a roach with or that's what's in roach stuff or whatever. But it goes to say like this, boric acid is a chemical um, grade and it is actually there like rats don't like aluminum foil. So if you people who have like holes in their walls, they put aluminum foil in the wall. Now, um, <laughs> sorry kids sorry and um rats don't like aluminum foil but we still use aluminum foil to um cover our food just because they don't like it doesn't mean that it's a toxin you see what i'm saying mm-hmm. so they make when people when there is boric acid to kill bugs it is boric acid as a base and then you have a pesticide mixed in it the roaches don't like the boric acid, so they'll naturally want to stay away. But the pesticide is meant for if the bug does so happen to crawl in it, it will kill the bug. But it is not used to kill the bug. It is used to keep the bug away because they don't like the smell of the stuff. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. So it is not an actual chemical that can kill a roach yes. yeah, by itself. Makes sense. So boric acid is the best bet and it is very cheap. You can get them for 10 or $15 and that will keep you up out of your OBGYNs often and keep you from coming back. I'm going to be honest as a nurse, we're just meant to, you know, um, assist the doctors and all, but let's be honest. Healthcare is not meant to completely heal you. We are meant to give you a band aid because if you got perfectly cured, you wouldn't Mm -hmm. come back to see us and we wouldn't make any money. Amen. I know. Um, I've had to use the jail before. Um, I've had a lot of issues with birth control um, Mm -hmm. because I've been through, oh, my gosh. I think I've had almost every type of, I've had every type of birth control, not every Mm -hmm. type of pill. But I went through a lot with birth control. So I got BV, um, and this was before I knew um, that my hormones could be the reason why I would have BV. Mm -hmm. I thought it was all sex-related. So when I went to my OBGYN, I was like, why would I have that? Because I haven't had sex with anybody as of recent. And so she explained to me, you know, well, you've changed birth control quite a few times. You've had all these things going on with your hormones. So that could be what it is. And then she talked about my diet and what I'm doing. Um, So I've had to use the gel. I haven't, I've only had to use it once. So it hasn't come back. Um... But I've had a lot of changes, so I'm not on birth control anymore. Um, mm-hmm. I lied. I recently tried the Nuva Ring, but mm-hmm. that's not for me. Um, so, yeah. I'm just off birth control. I'm done with it forever. But, yeah, we should do a, a pot. Have we talked about birth control? Not yet. We should do one. Cause I have. Some, Let me know. Yeah, I'm down. you should come on. Cause I've been through. So I started taking birth control when I was 16, and I just stopped last year. And I've had maybe one a year, almost. There's some in there where I've had it like was on there for like maybe two or three years, but 
birth control was not something she that was for my good body. Say, I, I can tell. Look, I look. Hear you. Okay. <laughs> I'm just giving you like a, a a quick um fun fact. So birth control, when started young as a child, it can be a good and a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so when as we're going through puberty, you know, you you end up with the the like the breakouts just because your hormones are going crazy because your body is learning how to regulate them right Mm -hmm. and so when you get slapped on birth control at such a young age it definitely can regulate your body for you however once you come off of birth control it can be very hard for your body to naturally regulate itself because every since it's been in mode to learn how to regulate it's been controlled by Mm -hmm. the birth control itself and so um, with people that get on birth control and their body, because some people's bodies just never adjust to it. Um, your body is being defiant. It's like, these are not my hormones. I'm not supposed to have this much or I'm not supposed to have this little. I'm trying to produce what I'm trying to produce and you trying to give me what you want me to have. So it's like they go against each other and this is how you end up with all these issues. Um so yes, birth control. That would definitely be a nice topic to talk yeah, about. My body was like, hell no, we ain't doing this. Well, it's um, I'm sitting here kind of like, I don't know if you can tell. Maybe my, I hope my mouth is closed, but I'm just, <laughs> I feel like my mouth is open because like I don't have, I usually have a lot to say, but I don't because I really like love to talk about women's health. Um, I just like mm-hmm. to hear about it because I, I really like to learn, um, because I'm I'm learning about myself, so I'm really like intrigued. Mm-hmm. I'm listening to you. Because you're, like, very thorough. And I'm just like, oh. And then she says something about birth control. And she's like, yeah, I got something to say. And I'm like, what you got to say? Because um, <laughs> I was on birth control, actually, at the age of 13. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I've been off it since I was 20. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, sorry. You know. I told you I was getting in tune. Like, I, I was, I like, feel like I'm talking to her, like I'm sitting on the bed with her. Okay, sorry. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I was on um, Depo, and I hated it. I mean, it uh-huh. killed me over doing the basketball a, game. A lot of people do. And my period just never got back the same. You know, I, I told my doctor, because they, they always check me, you know, my ovaries and stuff like that, because I always say mm-hmm. my period is irregular. So when I go to the doctor and I tell mm-hmm. them how long it's been for my period, to them, he's like, oh, that's not abnormal yet. Um, because, mm-hmm. um, my period does this weird thing where, um, I'll like come on maybe the same time or at least once a month, either come in the beginning of the month or the end of the month because of depot changing my cycle, um, years ago mm-hmm. or, and I usually skip July and August of my period. So then when I get my period back in September for the rest of the year, my periods get horrible. It's like, it's trying to make up for all that time that I didn't have my period. And and we're going through that right now, or this is how it was on the depot? That's how I am now. It it took like five years for me to get on a, a regular type cycle where at least I know, hey, this is the week I'm going to come on. And now, um, as I'm getting older, it's, it's adjusting better, but I still have mm-hmm. those couple months that I skipped. Like last month, I didn't have a period. I was doing well for the last seven, eight months. And then my, you know, my menstrual just didn't come on. And, like, now it's not. Like, I'm getting the cramps. I'm getting mm-hmm. all of that stuff. But I don't have, you know, nothing. And then next month or next couple of weeks, my period will come on and roll on to the next month, like the beginning. And then I might have my period again at the end of the month to roll on. 
So So it just sounds like your body hasn't completely adjusted adjusted from being off the birth control. If I could give you a suggestion, I would say both of y'all should come see me for a steam. Um mm-hmm. when you steam, what happens is this. So we steam and um you absorb the steam and it floats through your bloodstream because you're you're absorbing it through your vagina and your uterus and your uterus is literally a big ball of blood and tissue. Um, and so you absorb it and it sends signals to your brain that remember those glands I were telling you about, and they tell you to, um, okay. So like, think of every day when we discharge, think of your discharge as like sweeping the floor. So it's like a everyday maintenance for the uterus is what discharges. It's a light sweeping. We shed a light layer of the uterus every single day. So that when you have a period, you're not trying to shed like a whole bunch of stuff. So we sweep every day. And when you steam, you're telling your brain, hey, instead of sweeping, let's swiffer. So that when it's time for a period, think of your period as that old school Cinderella mopping where they had the bucket and they was on the floor and his knees scrubbing with the brush. <laughs> so that when it's time for your period, since we swiffered every day, mm-hmm. it'll be like, okay, <laughs> instead of like doing that, we could just get a mop. Since we done been swiffering, we don't have to get on our hands and knees and scrub anymore. So when you steam, it trains the body is what it does. It trains the brain to know when to produce the right amount of hormones. So when you do this for a certain period of time, over three to four months, the brain is trained. So it knows to naturally to start to go ahead and produce. This is what I need to do. Um, I need to be bleeding now. It's time for a period now. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, So it is definitely good for people who are trying to regulate cycles, who have irregular cycles. Steams are great for that. I literally just had a lady come to me who haven't had a period in four months and she got a steam and she started. And I told her, I said, you might start a period a few days after. And she was like, I don't think so, my body. And she started a period four days later. Mm. So um, it definitely will help regulate your body and then train the mind on what to produce so that the periods naturally become regular we're gonna finish this we're talking about we're gonna get back to feminine hygiene so we're gonna finish the birth control and we're gonna invite nikki back to talk about it because i have like literally had this thing i have this hate relationship (laughs) with birth control my body does so much better when i'm not on it but so yeah so we're gonna invite Nikki to come back and we're going to talk about birth control and Tiffany and I can talk about our journeys and then we can get into that because yeah that was actually one of the topics we wrote down so I'm glad we talked about yeah that. I'm yeah. really interested in yeah. it because I'm definitely I need to know about this yoni because um you know I am I'm not you know I'll be the first one to say I am well I will, will be trying next year you know so have a, my first baby. You know, I have stepkids, which are still my babies, but went out of this yoni, and with these irregular right. periods, it pisses me yes. off. Because I, I can imagine. I have gotten my ovaries checked. They're like, oh, you're great. Just to make sure I didn't have, like, PCOS or anything like that because my mom um, suffers from endometriosis. <clears throat> and so I get checked just to make sure I'm fine, and I'm always good. Everything is peachy, but I'm like... <laughs> Either the Lord didn't want me to have a baby, or either I need to get this yoni steamed. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So, yes, definitely come see me, girl. I got, as of the current moment, I got five little um, 
got babies or um, I don't know, heirs, since we're, we're queens. We got five little heirs on the way um, of people who thought they would never have kids. So come see me, girl. I got you. Yes. So with that being said, we're going to go into our Q&A section. And the first All question right. is, what advice would you give someone to take care of their feminine hygiene? Oh, okay. Um, I got a few little bull, um, like ballpoints. I guess I want to go over. Um, always wipe from front to back. Um, pee before you have sex and pee after you have sex. We're peeing before to empty the bladder. So as you're having sex, he's not applying pressure. And the pee isn't going from the urethra back into the bladder, back and forth. And we end up with a UTI. We're peeing after. Really because when you have sex, he is pushing vaginal fluids and things into the urethra. And that can sit there and cause a UTI. So we pee to flush it out. Um, wear cotton panties if you can, or at least panties with a cotton seat in the middle. Um, panty liners, lay off of those if you can, unless you you know, have a reason. But just everyday discharge, lay off the panty liners. They will cause yeast infections. Um, let's see what else. Yoni soap. I sell Yoni soap. Um, other black-owned businesses sell Yoni soap. Stop using Summer's Eve and Vagisil. Those are no-nos. They are full of chemicals and lie. And lie mm-hmm. is uh, what's in the perm. And it's a reason why women are going natural and getting away from perms because <laughs> it can eat through bone and tissue. So imagine what it's doing to your Yoni. Stay away from it. Dishing. Dishing is a no-no unless they are made by someone like myself or a womb practitioner. But those would be herbal dishes made with different herbs and things like that. There would never be a plain, clear-looking dish. Do not dish with vinegar. That is a no-no. And what else? Be careful of the men that you sleep with. Like I said, men carry BV and men carry yeast. Check out his dick before he puts it inside of you. You're going to be raw. Look for bumps, lumps, dry stuff. Look for it all. I mean, just be honest. If you want to, make it cute. Make it sexual. Take a shower. Do it in the shower. But wash his balls for him first if, if you, you feel like it's something going on. And lastly, uh, if you have long fingernails, long fake fingernails, keep your hands up out your coochie. Uh, those nails harbor so much bacteria, it's not even funny. It's the reason why us nurses can't wear nails. A plastic holds so much bacteria, and acrylic is nothing but plastic. Even the gel nails are still plastic. Plastic is plastic. Those things harbor bacteria. Don't matter how good you wash them, unless you scrubbing from here to tomorrow under the back of underneath each nail with a brush, which most of y'all are not doing. Do not put your fingers up your coochie. Do not put on tampons. Get you some um some pads or something, but. Those nails, y'all got to be careful. And yeah, that's oh, about that's it. Another episode: um, period care, cycle care. Um, yes, things definitely another episode. Because I recently <laughs> stopped using tampons, and I use um, why did I forget the disc? What's the freaking brand name of it though? Um, Are you referring anywho, to like the I can't remember? Cups? Yeah. I started yes. trying those. This is going to be my second cycle using those. I'm going to tell you, it's a learning curve, okay? Yes, it is. But we're going to talk it about that. We have to do that in another episode because I <clears throat> don't know. I still have tampons in my house because they're just here because I already had them. But I've uh-huh. s- since switched over to that. Um, it's a learning curve, but I would say it's a much needed and much safer learning curve as I learned 
about my body and the things. So yeah, we should do with that. I said do about that. Dang it! I want this whole episode, and I did not mess up, and then I did. <laughs> you know what? I think I'm like maybe the only person on earth. I've only used a tampon once. I use pads. I don't feel. I don't like having portable dicks up me all day. I just don't. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Excuse me. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't like it. I don't want to do it. I cannot with you. <laughs> I wear that pamper all day, <laughs> and I'm big. I, I like the you know the overnight. I don't ones. like pads. I'm not a fan. I was never a fan of pads. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. I don't, I don't like, like the, the, the wetness sitting up there. against me. No, I want to just go about my day. No, no. Anyway, next mm-hmm. next question. Uh huh. Well, you just said that. You know, well, you just told us the, the recommendation of the products um, for the Yoni. So I'm going to skip that and go to what is Crown Queen Bath? Oh, Crown Queen Bath is my company. Um, I make steams for people to buy at home. I make Yoni bars that are made out of goat's milk um, that I make myself. I don't buy any milk and pores like people do. I actually take goat's milk and cook it and turn it into soap. Um, Goat's milk have a lot of good and bad bacteria like your vagina does. So it um, could never throw your pH balance off because it is literally the um, same uh, bacteria as what's in your vagina. So it's great for that. It's great for if you have BV and yeast infections and things like that because it kills that smell that's down there and it coats, goat's milk coats the skin down there. So that as the stuff like your discharge and whatnot is coming out, it is not burning the outside of the vulva and things like that um, or making it itch because it's technically a barrier there. So you're protected. Um, I also have, what else? I Yoni eggs, all kind of stuff for the Yoni. My company is for the coochie. I mean, just being honest, it is for your feminine health and hygiene. The goal is to help you snap it back, help conceive, and help, like I said, women be educated. So I literally have all kinds of products for the vagina. Coochie lover. Mm-hmm. That is what Crown Queen Bath is. Now, I do have a shop that is called the Royal Throne and Get, where I actually do the steams for my queens. They're all custom steams. And I also do um, foot detoxes, which are foot soaps with different herbs, and they help detox you. Um, I do parties. We do all kind of things there. Um, we have poles, so we do pole dancing. Yeah, I'm just all for women empowerment. and. Uh, Yes, we have one on Saturday. As a matter of fact, it's called Sips and Strips. We're doing, we do some kind of tasting. So the last one we did wine tasting. This one is mimosa tasting. And then you learn how to do pole dancing. Um, generally, everybody is a beginner. So you come a beginner and you leave learning how to do a couple of, um, you know, good little dances. And we do like a routine at the end. We just kind of combine all the steps that you learned. Um, it'd be super fun. And everybody kind of be, you know, pretty tipsy. So there's no like intimidation or uncomfortable uh, uncomfortableness because, you know, everybody's in their own uh, zone and just having fun. Uh, we do yoga, uh, yoni yoga, where you put your yoni egg in and you come do your yoga and tighten your walls. And we also do mixed fit there. And we are doing a manifest and chill for New Year's. It's a manifesting event, and it's more so for your spiritual, you know, beings 
that are into manifesting and following the moon cycles and things like that. So we'll be using the power of the new moon to manifest what we want for the new year. It's going to be a lot of fun. That's cool. So, so um, I was just trying to say I just love to do stuff to keep people engaged and coming so, into the shop because, um, like I say, the goal is to educate and just make women feel comfortable in their own skin and just empower one another um, and where there's no, like, judgments or uncomfortableness to say, you know, I have this issue going on because a lot of women suffer with issues in silence because they are embarrassed. Mm. That's dope. So I'm going to ask Nikki to send us those flyers and that information so we can post it on um, our social media and some information down below if you're watching this on YouTube or Facebook. Uh, The next question is, how can someone contact you to make an appointment? Um, You can follow me on Instagram, uh, Instagram.com slash crown queen bath. And I am also on Facebook as the same. Crown Queen Bath. However, Instagram is mainly my platform. You can text me um, at 757-298-7474. Text or give me a phone call to set up an appointment, and I will just send you the link to book at your leisure. Hmm. Okay. Then the last question. All right. Well, where are you located? I'm located in Ghent, in Norfolk, right off of Hampton Boulevard. Yeah. So we're going to get that information, put it in our description boxes. Also, um, we're going to post it on our Instagram, Facebook, and our website so you guys can have access to that. Um, And then Tiffany and I are going to make an appointment to go. And maybe we can film it, if that's okay. Yes, I would be thrilled if you would actually do that. Um, And then we can show you guys our experience and then talk about it after. That would be cool. I think we could do that. Um, we'll just have to make an appointment. Tiffany and I are never on the same page with schedules. So we're going to like work that sometime. On. We're going to get one probably in January. Well, no, because we have almost three weeks off um, yeah. from school. So December. We do have time off, but I'll be home for a week. Well, well my Yoni's going to have to bypass your Yoni because I need to go with this Yoni first. <laughs> so we're going to have to we're gonna have to figure it out because I want to go, too. Um, well, we got plenty of time. She said three to four months, so her, she's gonna be Seriously. very familiar with our yoni by the time we're done. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. So mm-hmm. now we're at the wrap up part of this. Wrap it up. <coughs> if you out there slanging it and taking it, she meant wrap up the discussion. No, <laughs> I meant what I said. Wrap it up. No, but what she said though. What she said all the way. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Just like we about to wrap up this discussion. So I'll okay. tell her y'all know that, right? Y'all know that, right? No, y'all they do don't. Know that. Just like they don't know they need to be masturbating. I got See, one I knew question. that. I knew that. I got was one question. Yeah. <laughs> I got one question, y'all. Mm-hmm. Can Can I touch base on one thing? Yes. So I saw y'all did a soul ties talk, right? Uh huh. So can I can I elaborate on that briefly? Uh huh. If it's okay. Yeah, because I was about to ask you what your final thoughts were. So you do have time to give that. Okay. Okay. So look, right. There are those soul ties about the exchange of energy and all that. But I just want to tell y'all a soul tie from a mega, a medical perspective to me. Mm-hmm. Um, as women, when we have unprotected sex, um, he is dropping sperm cells inside of you. Correct. Mm-hmm. And um, that sperm is his DNA. Right. Mm-hmm. 
So we peed before we had sex, right? So then we're going to get up to go pee after. And most people pee and they try to push. Let's say he nutted in you. Let's say he didn't. You try to push and get whatever's in there is that's out of there. And then the rest of it kind of will come out in your discharge over the next couple of days, right? Well, sperm is so small that in the inside of your vagina, if you ever get a chance to Google it, which you all should, you'll see that there are like little teeny tentacles in there. And it's so many of them. It's millions of them. It's like the amoeba when you look at um, like in the ocean, the, the little things like little fingers that the fish should be swimming over or whatever. It's millions of them. And so there's no way for every single sperm cell to leave out. So what happens is the vagina's natural defense mechanism is to absorb it. So we absorb it. And we as people, we make new DNA every like 20 seconds. So you have now absorbed his DNA and you're now making new DNA for yourself. <clears throat> that to me is a soul tie because we now have a new DNA strand with his information encoded in it. And then we wonder why, you know, when you break up with someone, why am I so full of anger? You know, why do I have anxiety? Where are all these things coming from? They're coming from him. His DNA is now a part of you. Have you ever thought about how couples be together and they look like each other? They have constant DNA swapped. That's all couples do is DNA swap, especially those couples that's been married for a long time and they now look like each other. Having sex, <laughs> eating, drinking, kissing, constant swapping of DNA. So to me, in my opinion, that's a medical soul tie. I just wanted to add to that. So Sweet. I think we should be more careful who we have sex with, especially unprotected sex with, because we create DNA with their DNA. And let's not talk about all the uh, undiagnosed illnesses, mental illnesses that go through the black community that we don't speak of. So all these issues that these men harbor, you know, can't cry, can't be soft, all the problems that they have, the anger, the hatred, the everything that they carry inside of them that they now leave a piece of inside of you. And then mm. all the people from when we first started having sex to where we are in our life now, how many people, DNA and pieces that we have inside of us. Interesting, right? Yes. We actually did an episode on men and mental health. You should check that out. That's back in season one. I think it's like episode three. Um, oh, yeah. I'll definitely yeah. go check that so check out. That. We talked to um, uh, someone about men and mental We talked about men and mental health. Um, so yeah, y'all should check that episode out. And so now you have a spiritual, a spiritual reason and a medical reason, um, to back up those soul ties. So we understand soul ties two different ways now from a spiritual aspect, yeah. which we talked about, um, last week and, um, a medical aspect. So nice. Tiffany, you have any final thoughts? Yeah. No, I'm just in wow. <laughs> I really mm. am like, you know. Um, I love talking about health again, once again, and I like being educated on it. So I was just really just in tune, you know, it had me thinking about some things. I mean, even though I'm, um, what's the word? Give me the good word. What am I doing? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> even though now, um, I am... Oh. Of the world? No. Versed. No. Complicated. No. M. Yeah. Multifaceted. No. When you with um come on. Come on, Jesus. A mogul? No, not that. Mumble. Like <laughs> self win. Multiply. No. Uh 
Oh my God, it's right there. I'm sorry, y'all. I've been talking kids all day. Mesmerized? No, no. <laughs> I um, don't know. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, oh my magical. God. No, uh, my yoni is magical. No, my yoni's magical when though. I'm not on. No, birth no, not control. you. <laughs> but no, that's not the word. It's so simple. It's the word. I am um. Mooder. No, y'all gonna be mad when y'all figure out what it is because it's really simple. It's um, oh, this is a fun game, dude. No, look it up. Not for the guessers. It's like no. Type oh, in the definition. My God. I'm gonna give it to you. It's. I'm basically trying to say, I like the information that was given. I said some of it is still even helpful, even though I am with one person. M. Monogamous. Monogamous. Thank you. Ding, 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 ding. My brain is fried. Okay, don't try to judge me. Idea. I see y'all looking at me. Don't try to do it. That's okay. Because okay, so I was gonna ask you. That's crazy. Were you trying? Were you referring to like your your engagement? Like, okay. Yeah. Wow. Since I'm monogamous, but no, okay. it's still good to it's still okay. good to know because you know, like you said, like that DNA. Like I'm about to be forever. Bow bow. So I'm not like necessarily that. though, because when you steam, you break those soul ties. But we'll we'll have that conversation when you please come. When we come and record, we're gonna talk about that. Oh. Yes. All right. So my final thoughts is I loved it. This was a great episode. Um, y'all know I love talking about female anatomy. I love talking about male anatomy. I love talking about masturbating. I love talking about all things sex, relationships, body health, um, mental health. I like talking about it. That's more Tiffany's speed. But y'all know that I love talking about those things. That's why I'm always reading. I'm always learning. So I was really looking forward to this episode. Um, we actually met Nikki on Instagram. So we don't have any, like, prior history with her. So I'm excited that we're able to build this. Um, black women doing great things in the community. How about that? Um, so... Now it's time for the cut. I know what that is, but I just didn't know what the M word was. All right. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. So the quote of the day of the week, the second quote of the week, you owe yourself the love that you so freely give to other people. Mm. So since we were talking about the Yoni today, um, I would suggest that you love your Yoni as much as you love giving it to other people. So, uh-huh. take care of yourself. If we didn't learn anything from Miss Nikki today, we are going to take care of Ioni. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know what we should start Love doing? her. Cherish her. Mm-hmm. Tweet her like the queen that she is. Amen. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we need to start posting the quote. Like, when we post our um, podcast, we should post the quote, too. So that people can see the quote. That's a good idea. Yes. Oh yeah, too. Like me. Let mm-hmm. me know in the comments box if you like the quotes that we put up. Um, sometimes I feel a little inspiration in the middle of the teacher day. <laughs> so just let me know, or you know, some suggestions for a weekly quote. All with giving um, advice throughout the week because sometimes I need it. Yes. On to announcements. We have another announcement. I should sing it again like I sung it last week. Mm-mm. Um, I'm going to. If you're single and you know you snapped your fingers. If you're single and you know it snapped your fingers. She always sings songs I can't sing. 
And you wanted me some <laughs> others if you single and you know it. Snap your fingers. I said and hold up. We have an event on the 21st of December. It's a Saturday from 6 to 10 at Anna's Pizza in Buck Road Beach. <laughs> Don't know what it is. It's in Hampton, VA. Anywho, back to the words. We have a singles event coming up on December 21st from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. at Anna's Pizza in Buckrow Beach in Hampton, Virginia. Um, it's a singles mixer and a game night. We have a lot of wonderful games. We're supposed to have DJ. The food is amazing, so you guys should come out. Um, even if you don't want to meet anybody, you just want to uh, network, maybe mingle a little. Just come out, meet some new people, get some great food, some great laughs. Great games. We're going to be playing Uno. I'm the champ. Is what it is. Actually, I win it every game that I play. So, yeah, if you just want to come out and be competitive. Um, if you're a couple and you want to come out and meet new people, hey, come on. I know it's a singles mixer, but we're not excluding anybody from it. Um, it's just a way for singles to get together and meet other people. But all are welcome to come to our singles mixer and game night. And that's it for announcements. Oh, we're looking for sponsors. So if you want to sponsor our podcast, let us know. And if you want to be a guest, hit us up, melaninmessages at gmail.com. That's it for announcements. Again, if you want to connect with us, we are Melanin Messages <laughs> on all social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, our podcast is on iTunes, Spotify, Spotify. Um, Anchor. We also post it on our website, which is melaninmessages.com. Um, we post the video version of this podcast on YouTube, Facebook, and our website. Um, so, yeah, check us out. We're Melanin Messages on all of those platforms. And then make sure you check out uh, Crown Queen Bath. I was about to say Queen Crown Bath, but I knew that was wrong. Crown Queen Bath. That's just like I said, um, red talk red talk table on that. Uh, <laughs> yes. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, make sure you check out Nikki on her social media. Um, mainly Instagram is what she says she uses. She's also on Facebook. But go ahead and go ahead and hit that follow button on Instagram and go get your Yoni sting. Mm-hmm. Well, girl, let's detox them out for the new year. What you so said. New year, new yoni. All right. Uh-huh. So, y'all know what time it is. Do, 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 do. Oh, by the way, I'm going to make up a song for the couples because she just, she's so couples raced, right? But anywho, that's enough. I know you guys are going to miss us. Maybe not really. Maybe yes. All right. So, that is it for today's session. Remember, if you have any questions or any comments, hit us in the comment box. Or you can email us at melaninmessages at gmail.com. That's it. As always, be true to yourself, relax, live, love life. And remember, have fun. And don't forget to masturbate. Peace.